Meanwhile, in an abandoned subway tool room deep under Gotham City, the secret headquarters of the infamous Mole Hill Mob. Uh, I've been having some medical issues, uh, which in November 4th, I lost vision in my left eye. What foul trickery are the fiendish Riddler and his evil Mole Hill Mob up to now? Because they called me Monday. Monday, the day before the fucking surgery. They called me and they're like... You're going to have to pay 6000 something Is this the ghastly end of our dynamic duo? i got to pay it all right away. And then she's like, well, now you can pay half of it. But she kind of muscled me at first. One hint. The worst is yet to come. So this has been a pretty rocky couple weeks uh, since this time. So then surgery was supposed to be Tuesday. Uh, I guess I'll interlude about all the other stuff that happened. Saturday morning, I'm out walking Pluto. And it was Saturday before before your surgery. Yeah, the surgery was Tuesday. So Saturday, I'm out walking Pluto. We went for a pretty good walk, you know. And it was cold. He had his little jacket on, you know. And we were just about finish our walk, you know. And all right, so I've taken this walk. I've taken this walk with you. You go out. You go down Dante, right? Yeah. This we might even been. We went a slightly different route this time. Okay. Like we went the back street, Cambrone. I'm trying to think if we went all the way. I think. This time we might have we might have taken like a three mile walk this time, you know, which is if you walk uh, down Cambrone, which is the other street that runs behind me, and you go out and take a right on that street and start walking the other direction. So we start walking the opposite direction down Cambrone, uh, away from Oak Street. Got it. You know, um. So we've been walking this route, and, and when it's when it's very cold, he can walk the three miles, basically, you know? Yeah, right, okay. See, that's funny. Yeah. When when it's really cold here, these guys can't – I have to shorten the walk. But down there, the heat is the problem. Yeah, so especially a, when you have a Boston Terrier. So on a real cool day, it's more conducive to a long walk. Got it. Yeah, and it was probably 40-something degrees, which is pretty fucking cold, yeah. you know, to walk a long way to, you know, especially for a little dog. Yeah, sure. So he had his jacket on. Uh, yeah, because he's, he's a Boston Terrier. He's a short hair, you know? Yeah. Uh, no big shaggy coat for him. So so what we do, we walk down, down there to Pritchard where the peacock lives. Yeah, sure. Where one of the peacocks lives. And then we start walking towards Carrollton. Then we dogleg it on Dublin right before. Uh, take a left there and then turn it back down and go to Carrollton. And walk down Carrollton through that park. Down Dublin all the way to Oak Street. Down Oak Street. Then we walked a- along the streetcar tracks. Um, and then cross back through the park when we get down get here. And then I'm walking up Apple Street. 
uh, from Dante, which you are familiar with. Yeah, sure. And you know the house next to me? He's got the fucking dog that I got the problem with, you know? Yeah. Uh, the pit bull. And, but there's a wooden fence between that guy's property and the property next to him, you know? So you can't see anything that's gone right, right as we come, literally right as I'm walking up, as we cross that fence, I hear the dude, the neighbor saying, come back, Blue. Of course, his dog's name is Blue. Oh, boy. I have Blue Toe, you know? And right as we walk I see his fucking dog there is off the fucking chain. His pit fucking bulldog. The dog he you leaves know? outside all yeah, the time. Yeah, which hasn't been leaving out so much when it was cold, although he did have him out there. Um, I don't know if it was that night. I'm trying to think because one of these nights, it, it was probably that night, later on that night, because or it might have been the night before that, actually, because... You know, the weather was kind of mild for a couple of days, and then there was really bad storms as a front came in. Yeah. That was a cold front came in, because it was very cold last week, and then it got very warm, like literally muggy warm, and then the next day it was cold again, but there were really bad storms, you know, because there's usually storms at the start of a front, you know? Yeah, sure. And, um, and I know the dog was outside that night, because I heard him barking as... Fuck it, as it was getting rained on, you know, because there's no real shelter out there for the motherfucker. Yeah. Um. And I was like, oh shit! And I'm right away. I'm like, I, I see his dog, and the dog sees mine, and it's like just a few feet away. I was like, dude, your dog! And I tried to grab Bluto. I tried to swim up, and that dog came and got right on Bluto. And I tried to grab him. I ended up on the ground. You know, and he had Bluto by the neck. So he you bit know? he bit Bluto. Yeah, he was latched on the Bluto's neck. Like, you know, and that's the thing about pit bulls. They get the lock jaw. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. they do. They get on the they go for the neck to kill you to kill the animal, you know? Whatever they're trying to attack. So he's there and I'm rolling on the ground. You know, trying to pull Bluto off, and I'm literally seeing Bluto's life flash in front of my eyes, you know? And I'm like, dude, I'm not going to be able to fucking handle this if this fucking... This is all stuff that's gone through my mind in a brief amount of time, you know? Oh, yeah, I hear you, man. I was like, I'm not going to be able to handle this if this dog kills my fucking dog. I'm like, I might kill this fucking guy, you know? Having been involved in, in, in a dog fight situation... Not even as bad as that. It is one of the most stressful situations you find yourself in because you don't have a playbook for it. Yeah, and the thing is, Bluto's not. Bluto likes to play. Bluto doesn't fight. He wasn't fighting. This dog attacked him. Well, yeah, you know? and there's no way he can defend himself. He just doesn't. He doesn't yes. have to make. He's a he's a little forty pound yeah, freaking Boston Terrier, and this motherfucker just attacked him. Right. You know, literally fucking attacked him. Yeah. You know, and I've had other fucking dogs attack him before, but but luckily I was able to scoop him up, you know. Yeah. And it's been bought and it's been pit bulls, you know, and I'm going to get into that. I'm going to get into that because um, I have fucking very strong opinions about that. And I have strong opinions about the people that want to say 
No, you can't say that about people who own pit bulls. But let me, but I'll tell you about that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So and and then that dude, he he's on the ground trying to get his dog off, and then finally he gets his dog off, and I'm like, oh thank God, Bluto's alive, and I'm holding him, and he's fucking scared as fuck. Yeah. You know the 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 little jackets on the ground, my cell phone's on the ground, his the fucking. The pinch collar and leash somehow came off, I guess, because that dog just bit it in the right spot, you know? Yeah. That it came off. And and that dude, he's he's friggin' in the grass in the yard next in the house next to his house, sitting there with the dog. He's like, I'm sorry, man. He's like, Oh, that dog bit my hand. Cause I think what he must have done, he must have put his hand in the dog's mouth to yeah. to get it off, you know? Yeah, I come in. I'm looking at Bluto, and I don't see any friggin' punctures. I was like, "Oh, thank God, he didn't draw any blood on him," you know. Um, and the funny thing is, like, I was, I sent Brian. Brian sent me a text, and then I sent, you know, he had sent me a text, and I sent him a text right before that. And then after this, you know, I, I, I was like, you know, he sent me some texts, like old news, because I. I texted into the Deadpool that Keith Jackson died earlier, you know? Okay. And he texted, old news. And I was like, so after this shit happened, you know, I texted, ha ha. Literally right as we turned the corner at Dante and Apple, I think I texted, ha ha. You know, so after this happened, I texted him, you know, I was like, I was like, uh, I was like, well, Bluto almost just got killed just now. And I was like, and that's fucking real fresh news, you know? And, uh, and then a couple minutes later, there's a knock on the door. I brought Pluto in, and he was, like, traumatized. He was scared, you know? Yeah, of course. Like, he just had this look on his face, you know? Uh, and she knocks on my door. Mind you, they got, like, a five- or six-year-old kid over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the lady of the house, I don't know if she's a wife, whatever it is, you know, the mother of the child. You know, um, she knocks on the door like five or ten minutes later. She's like, she's like, oh, is everything all right? You know, is he all right? And Bluto's just standing back here. He's standing right at the entrance to the kitchen. You know, there's a few steps up. He's standing there just looking. And I'm like, yeah, he's fine. Doesn't have any marks or anything, surprisingly. He's just, she's like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, we don't teach him. To, I, I, I'm just so sorry that that happened. He was he was preparing him to take for take him for a walk too, which is probably bullshit because they don't walk a dog, right? Um, you know, uh, the problem is they they don't have any fences there, you know, and they won't build any fences. You know, their protection that dog in out of the backyard, they throw up a bunch of shit, and and with the freeze that happened this week, I knew they already had a burst pipe because I heard water. I've seen water spewing, and then the other day. I know there was a burst pipe because I could hear the water coming. I didn't sense the freeze that happened the last two days, which is a really bad freeze. Like, it was like 19 degrees here yesterday. Holy shit. Fucking absurd for New Orleans. Yeah. It, the, bice, the, the pipes really burst. Now it sounded like fucking Niagara Falls out there, you know? And the thing is, where the pipes burst are right next to my house, you know, so the little cement sidewalk in my backyard right there, you know, between the fence and my backyard was like a fucking ice skating rink right there because the pipes were so bad that the water was overflowing and it was freezing onto my, 
onto my path right there, you know? Uh, listen, I don't want to sidetrack, but it's just a very quick question. How do you keep warm in 19 degrees? Because houses in New Orleans don't have furnaces, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, I got central heating. But the problem with central heating is, like in my front, like my bedroom, since they're smaller and the ceilings are lower, you know, they fucking stay hot. They're they're too hot at night when I have the heat set to sixty eight degrees. You know uh, what's the heat runoff of? Is it gas? Uh, it's electric. I have a lot electric. Uh, it's the same as my AC unit. You know. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, got it. Which got is it. all electric. You know, I don't. Have, but what sucks is in my front room. You know, the ceiling's kind of high. Yeah, and it's a big room. Yeah, yeah. It fucking. I got a crank to, for it to be like right now. I'm wearing a zip-up jacket in here, the Saints friggin' jacket I have, because because for one, everything gets so damn hot in there, and it's like I gotta crank it up way high for it to get hot in here, because that's the problem when you're in the south. Up north, you would have your heating coming out of the floor, for one, because you're dealing with a furnace, right? Yeah. You know, and also heat rises, so. Heat that comes out of the ceiling kind of really sucks in a room with high ceilings. Yes. You know, it's fine for friggin' AC, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it sucks for the fucking, it sucks for heat because it, cause it has to work that much harder to get the room hot because most of the heat's just staying up. <laughs> stay, stay in, in the upper half of the friggin' room you know so i presume that the 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 folks next door because they have window air conditions right yeah they they probably don't they probably have space heaters in there or some shit which is why their pipes burst yeah and that well and also they got that house is all rickety and old so yeah. they're probably old pipes i think they already had a burst pipe from a long time ago because i remember noticing like a year ago that water was spouting out of one of the pipes and the thing is, like, I don't think that dude there is, um, I don't think, like, that's a house that's been inherited, you know? Yeah. Like, so he's just living there because he's related to the family, so they don't put any money into anything. Right. You know, they're, they're probably not paying rent or anything, so they don't care about any of that shit. Um like when I was telling my brother Chris about the whole situation, he's like, oh, well, you know, at least Blue survived, but if he had died, you know, you probably could have gone after homeowner's insurance. I was like, I guarantee you there's no homeowner's insurance. It's like because there's no mortgage on that house. Right. And, the only, and you're only forced to carry a insurance policy if you got a mortgage on property, you know? Right. And, um, but like when the, when the, when the, the lady in the house coming in, she's like, we don't teach him, we never taught him how, to do that way it's just in his blood to go after the neck you know that's just in their blood and i'm really thinking to myself and yet that's your defense is that it's in that dog's blood to go after my dog's neck to kill it yet you still chose to go out and get that dog with your small child that lives in the house yeah and, and that that is actually that's actually a relatively intelligent on point description of the problem with those types of dogs is yeah. that even the gentle, sweet, 
teddy bear pit bulls, quote unquote, right? Yeah. Have the physical makeup that's unlike any other dog. So yeah. when it gets in those situations, dogs are going to get in situations like that. The problem is, is the pit bull has the mechanism that's different than any other dog, and it's deadly. Yep. So then, oh, man. Later on the day, my knee was all fucked up because I guess it must have gotten bruised when I went to the ground, you know? Oh, yeah, and the adrenaline's worn off by yeah. that point. Yep. And then it's like later on night, and Brian, see, it was, on, it was on a text chain with Brian and Carla because it was the Deadpool chain that I was telling this. So they're asking me stuff, and then Brian kept asking, you know, he's texting me all day, and it's later on that night, and I'm sitting on a couch, you know, uh, I'm sitting on a recliner, and he's at, and Bluto got up on me, and I was petting him. And this is hours and hours after the incident. And the funny thing is, like, four hours after it, because I stayed on, you know, I originally, you know, I know what time it was. It was probably 11.57, because I remember looking at my watch, it was 11.55, you know, because I was like, there was a two-lane basketball game. They were playing UConn at two-lane, and that game started at noon. And my original plan was, I'll finish walking Bluto, we'll be home right around noon, and I'll go check to see if I can get a cheap ticket on StubHub, and I'll head down to the arena and watch the game because it's only a five-minute drive from my house, Yeah, you know? And it, and I was like, I'll go watch that, and I can come home and watch the second half of the Syracuse game, and everything will be fine. Of course, when all this shit happened, I'm like, I can't leave to go fucking watch a basketball game at this point. But then um, after the Syracuse game ended, which didn't end until almost 4 o'clock because it went to two overtimes. And then... Uh, uh, what game was that? I watched that game. Against Florida State. Oh, yeah. Which we, they fucking blew. Well, we only have you eight know? guys who play basketball. How can you play that much? How can you play two overtimes of basketball? Well, especially when you're in a tie game and you get the last shot and you take a three-pointer. Yeah, well, that's that's a whole different story. That's Yeah, that's the fucking problem. You know? It's like, and then, uh, let me talk about, how many times do you ever see a 10-second call called a basketball where you can't get the ball over half court? Yeah, very seldom. Yeah, we had it called on us twice in a yeah. game. Listen, you know losing, why? Because we lost what? that kid Thorpe. Yeah, I know, but he kind of sucked anyway. But he was. But, a, this is the, but he was a Division One basketball player. That's the thing. No, I know, I know, but but my problem is, and I know Ty's battle went off, but it's like, can we have somebody else carry the ball up the court? We because don't. Because Ty's the one that got the two second calls called on him twice, and it's after Howard was gone. But what the fuck's Howard Washington gonna do if we can't even trust him to? Get the ball up the court, you know? Yeah, but those dudes play 40 minutes a game every game. Yes, I know. But what I'm saying is you should never have a fucking 10-second call called on you. And if you have it called, maybe once, but not twice in the same fucking game. Yeah. And then the other thing is that's the same bullshit we always do. It's what they did against Notre Dame. Let's let battle fucking just dribble the ball and, and then take a shitty shot. Notre Dame, he didn't get to take the shitty shot because he turned it over. But 
But here we give it to O'Shea. Oh, we're going to throw it, change it up. We're going to give it to O'Shea Brissett because Battle was dribbling and he threw it to O'Shea Brissett, who still took a three-pointer. It's like, yeah. we only need a two-point bucket. Yeah. Just drive the lane. I, I, think it's, I think it's a combination of things, and I think it all stems from the fact that those guys play too much. And they're physically tired, and they make physical mistakes. They're mentally tired. They make mental mistakes. It's just, it's, it's ridiculous, you know. And I, and like Frank Howard, he turns the ball over like it's his job when it's the opposite of his job. Are we missing uh, scholarships? What's the problem? Did we have well, scholarship provoked? I think we are still missing a couple, but the other problem is that they did lose guys. And then they had guys not come who they expected. And then one scholarship has gone towards a transfer who has to sit out the year. Right, right. Um, right. And then Gino Thorpe was a waste of a scholarship. Um, but And then Sadibe has been on and off. But friggin' watching our offense is so painful. Like, if I have to watch them just toss the ball around the perimeter again, you know? Yeah. That's the real That's the real problem. It's like, you know, I mean, I know Howard wasn't a point guard by trade, but when he came to Syracuse, part of the deal was he was going to be a point guard. Dude, fucking drive the lane every once in a while, <laughs> you know? Drive the lane once in a while. <laughs> like... You're not fooling anybody with these four. How they keep passing around the the perimeter. Ugh, whatever. It's just it's hard to watch, dude. It's very hard to watch. And when you only have one eye, it's even doubly hard to watch. <laughs> All right, so two levels these days for me. So you um, decide not to leave Bluto alone. You're not going to go to yeah, the two lane. Later on, I had to leave the house, you know. And then, as far as I knew, he was completely fine. Just a little traumatized and it's like five something. And I did go out to my mom's house and I'm out there and then I'm thinking to myself, I was like, and I had to go run some other errands. And I was like, Oh God, I hope Luda's all right. I hope he's all right. I'm all worried. That I'm going to come home and something's bad with him. Cause I didn't notice it, you know? Yeah. But I come home and he was fine. But then later on that night, I'm sitting on recline and Brian's texting me and I'm petting Bluto. He's in my lap. And then I notice I feel like stiff hair around another part where I checked his neck originally. I didn't see anything, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I was like, oh, why is the hair stiff here? And I'm like, Pro and I'm thinking, oh, this is probably that dog's saliva, you know? Now it's dried in that fuck. And I look, and he's got a little puncture hole, you know, in him where the tooth got into him, you right, know? Right, right. I was like, oh, fuck. You know, like, and uh, and Brian, I was like, man, I just discovered he freaking has a little hole in him, you know, and then I went and got a cotton ball and some peroxide and cleaned it off, and and he's been good. You know, I didn't take him to the vet or anything, and he's fine now. I don't think I have to worry, but, dude, but during the day, and this is before I even knew about the puncture hole in him. I took a picture to send to Brian and Carla. I was like, because they were like, well, how's Bluto? I was like, oh, he was sitting in his little bed over there under next to the TV under where that window is, the big bed, which is like his king size bed. And um, 
I was like, oh, he's, he's traumatized. And then I took the picture and I put the Instagram. And I was, because I've said this before, but I was like, I'll say this now. I was like, I was like, Blue, traumatized Bluto agrees with me. Fucking uh, pit bulls are the pickup trucks of dogs. <laughs> are the pickup trucks of dogs. It's like, there's a pretty good chance you're an asshole with a small penis if you own one. You know? <laughs> I'm sure that went over well because the pickup truck thing always goes over well. The funny thing is, people got really defensive at dog. Not one person defended pickup trucks. <laughs> um, well, right, right, because people get crazy about their dogs, dude. Yeah, but this is the other thing. People start like this guy who I worked with in in Boston who lives in New Hampshire. He's the, oh, he's real hardcore right winger guys. And he's like. He sends pictures. Of course, he's the type of guy that owns pit bulls. But he's like, um, he's like, well, don't you think you're generalizing much? Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, and he put a picture of his dogs. He's like, I have two pit bulls, blah, blah, blah. They're completely fine. I was like, I'm not talking about you, man. I was like, for one, I was like, that's why I said pretty good chance and not all. Because that's another thing. Generalizing would have been if I said all dog owners, you know? Right, right. The reality is if 70% of the pit bull owners are fucking assholes or small dicks, that's a pretty good chance. Don't, wouldn't you say? Yeah. You know? <laughs> if seven out of every 10 people were were something, wouldn't you say that's a pretty good chance? If you told me I could, I, I could pick seven lottery tickets i could pick 10 lottery tickets and seven of them would be winners i'd i'd say that's a pretty good chance yeah and then and then chris mcqueen each other oh well how would you say that i got these dogs and chris mcqueen's dogs probably are friggin rescues or something because he's that type of nice guy that would rescue dogs you're you know chris mcqueen right yeah, of course that's fagans he's one of the uh, nicest guys uh, i've ever met about you I'm not talking about rescue owners. I'm not talking about that. It's all the other fucking people, you know? Yeah. And, and another, oh, what about my dogs? And I'm like, yeah, it's probably a rescue. And then some other guy puts a probably rescue. And then the first guy who I respond, I responded to Chris and I responded to the first guy. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm saying pretty good chance. I'm not saying all. And I don't really want to be an asshole, but I'm like, that's not generalizing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, just the same way it wouldn't be generalizing saying, oh, if you're an African-American, there's a pretty good chance you vote Democrat. It wouldn't be generalizing. It would be based on a fucking statistical <laughs> analysis. Right. Shit, you know? <laughs> right. Um, so that guy's like, he responds. He responds, oh, well, you know, the million, I I understand your point. It's like a gun, blah, 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 responsibility. And I was like, yes, exactly. It's like a gun in the wrong hands. It's not a great thing, you know. He's like, I just thought when you say, uh, you know, that uh, you don't leave a saying that uh, they're assholes of small piece. You don't leave a lot of wiggle room for the millions of owners. I was like. Well, that doesn't matter because I'm not talking sheer numbers. <laughs> I'm talking percentages, not numbers. You know? And, and I don't want to get into it, but 
I didn't want to get into it with him on that, but it's like, do I have to explain? A, do I have to explain what generalizing is to you? B, do I have to explain what the difference between there's 300 million, there's 320 million people in this country. You can have fucking 20 million people who are one way. If friggin' 80 million people are another way, that still means that 80 million could see be a pretty good chance while the 20 million aren't. And that's still millions. It's not an, it's not an issue of numbers. It's an issue of percentages. And, <laughs> and the other thing is, is you're not breaking news here. People yeah. know that if there's a violent altercation with a dog, probable, the probabilities are that it has to do with a pit bull. <laughs> And and part of my response was, you know, because the guy was like, well, they are like a load of gun. I was like, yeah, I was being diplomatic. You know, I was like, well, I'm talking about numbers. I'm talking about percentages, not numbers. Ratios are different than sheer numbers because sheer numbers, you know, I mean, that's true. You know, I mean, fucking numbers don't matter. Like, you know, if you say a million people vote. A million people voted for the uh, new alliance party in the last election. Wow, that's great. Oh, but 150 million people voted in the election. Oh, well, that's not such a big percent. You, you know you know I what put, I'm saying? I put them up there with uh, with CrossFit folks. Right? Yeah, I know. Somebody. You, you want to own a pit bull? Own a pit bull. But A, don't pretend that it's not a dangerous dog. And B... Don't defend it. Just own it. Do it. And my dog has been fucking attacked by multiple pit bulls. And part of my response when he was talking about gun violence, I was like, and I was like, yes. Because another thing, all these people are from fucking up north, you know, and they're from fairly safe places. They're from they're Fucking New Orleans is a lot different. The South is a lot different than the North, for one. And New Orleans is a lot different than fucking New Hampshire and rural upstate New York and uh, Maine. I'm thinking of other places where people were responding to me from, you know? That guy in New Hampshire probably has a has a fenced-in yard that his dogs get to run in, let off all their excess energy, and come and lay down amongst the family. Whereas your dog... Your neighbor's dog is chained up to a fence in yes. in New Orleans. Yeah. That's a I whole was like, different ball game. I was like, I come from a city that's got a lot of gun violence and a lot of fucking people that own abuse that own abused dogs, you know? Own abused pit bulls. I was like, for one, there's a reason pit bulls and parolees is based in New Orleans, and it's not because of all the wonderful pit bull owners. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, they're not here because they're such great people own pit bulls, you know? Right. right. <laughs> and then so Monday, so I think all this is fucking over. You know, everybody's cleared out of their system because this is on Saturday, all this debate that's going back on Facebook. But I'm not walking it back. I still believe there's a pretty good chance you're a fucking asshole if you own it. Not all people that own huge pickup trucks are fucking assholes. And not all people that own... Friggin' pit bulls are fucking assholes. But I still am going to be inclined to think you're a fucking asshole if you have a pit bull. You know? I'm sorry. It's been proved to me too many times. You know? Yeah, based uh, on your experience and in your environment, 
And yes, that's based all... on when I walk around and I see pit bulls acting like acting like if they could get off the friggin' chain that they're tied to in these yards when I pass them, they'd come and kill me and my dog. Yes. You know? And <laughs> It, see that's the thing, right? So I have I have two two pretty big dogs, and yeah. um, Val gets tabbed as a pit bull every once in a while, and I I I I, I don't want to say I take offense to it, but I'm very I'm very self conscious of yeah. the fact that people think he's a pit bull. He's not a pit bull. Yeah, now yeah. he's got a lot of mix in him, so in certain instances he can look a lot rougher than he actually is. And sometimes he looks like a sweet uh, Labrador, and sometimes he looks like, you know, a, a bullheaded dog. But yeah. I know how to walk them and handle them and be alert. If there's a dog coming at me from three or four blocks away, I'll either turn the corner or I'll cross the street. Like, I avoid the situation. I mean... My dogs are just want they want to play and they're not socialized enough that they do something other than bark, right? But yep. they're tagged, their 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 tails are wagging and I can tell by their body language that they just want to greet, show their dominance and then play. That's all they want to do. But like the person who's walking their, you know, 20 Tony, 20 pound shih tzu down the street doesn't know that so it's my yeah. responsibility as the owner of these two crazy dogs is to to control them and put them in a situation that lets them calm down as well yep so yeah. you put together a dog like a pit bull that's a little harder to control and has uh, you know, has inbred tendencies as well as physical tendencies and then a dog owner of the demographic that you're talking about, you know, in a city that's predominantly, uh, you know, has, has, a, has a predominant lower class, has, you know, socioeconomic challenges and has a, uh, an environment that lends to that type of it's confrontation. A, it's a dog that people like to have because it makes them feel tough. Right. You know, I mean, which is like a big pickup truck. A lot of people drive big pickup trucks and they want to feel tough, you know? Um, now, I and, think some of the people that you tabbed in in that discussion are, are exceptions to the rule just because of who they are, but they're not exceptions to the spirit of the rule, right? They're owning those dogs because they're they want to prove the stereotype wrong. They either want to prove the stereotype wrong or they're very compassionate people. I get that, you know, and that's fine because the problem isn't that the, I believe it's a dual thing, but that you know? doesn't make like it's that doesn't make the stereotype not true. Exactly. Cause it's, I believe it's a dual situation. You know, the dog is harder to deal with, you know, to begin with. The dog has a proclivity to being violent, you know, if unrestrained, you know. Then you get an owner that, A, either wants the dog violent, so encourages to be violent, or, B, 
is so negligent that it never my guy next door is negligent, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that kind of encourages the dog to be violent when you're negligent and um, when you're neglectful and abuse and abusive of the dog, you know? Right. Like tying a dog up to a chain and freaking keeping out there, that makes it more inclined to be freaking unsocialized and violent when it does get off the chain, you know? Right. Um, and that's that's definitely one of the big issues with the dog. But so like so I think all this is done. And um but I think we've had a a grown up discussion with the people that I was discussing it with. I'm like, I'm not talking about y'all. And it's that's the other thing. It's it's like these people have to know I'm not talking about them. They have to know that fucking a lot of Michael Vick wasn't fighting poodles, you know? Right, right, right. right. You know? <laughs> like, right. You, they have to know. This isn't but a newsflash. You're not breaking a story. They know this, this is the tendency. Yeah, but this is the problem. It's like a political cause to people who go out to it. It is a political cause. Just like that pit bull and parolees lady, it's a political cause to her. To John Stewart, who's a big put pitbull enthusiast it's a political cause to him you know like it's a cause to these people it's not just owning a dog you know like you own a dog you own two dogs i own a dog you're just owning a fucking dog you know right that you like you're you're not taking a stance behind anything like a lot of people that own these dogs do you know that own those type of dogs like that want to like use ever like there's a guy who who posts, he's like, you know, a guy went to law school with me and he's one of these big, he, he adopts pit bulls, you know, he's one of these dog freak guys, you know, and he's big into it, proving they're not bad dogs. But yes, I get that. They have a special temperament. Yes. And you need somebody who's really good with handling them and they can be decent dogs. But there's also an inclination for them to be shitty dogs. And that's kind of why there are so many of these dogs. So I go to see a movie Monday. As I get out of the movie, I, I turn my phone back on. And there's a notification on Facebook from this girl who went to college with me. And she said, I can't believe you would make a blanket statement like that. I have two rescue dogs, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I don't need this in my life. Goodbye. And she unfriended me. <laughs> Which she said Which you is were... the most passive aggressive thing in the world. Uh, Wait, did she send you a text? No, no. She she commented on that post. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. like it's like oh, two days later, she's just seeing this and she's trying to put some shitty post and then unfriend me. So I just delete her fucking comment because fuck you, you're not gonna get the last word in on my post and then unfriend me. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Part of it, I'm thinking, yes, you own rescue fucking dogs. And why do you have rescue pit bulls? Probably because they were abused by some asshole that owned those pit bulls originally. Right. <laughs> the assholes that I'm talking about. Correct. You fucking stupid fucking moron. You know what? And that's what I was thinking about. I was like, geez, 
do Golden Retrievers have PR campaigns? Do Boston Terriers have PR campaigns? Can you think of any other breed of dog that has a PR campaign? <laughs> no. You know why? Because they're not bad fucking dogs. You know? It's like, who gets PR? Ca- when do you see... Who, who hires PR people? Celebrities, when they fuck up, hire PR people. <laughs> you know? There wouldn't be this whole, there wouldn't be pit bulls and paroles if it was known as a great dog. There wouldn't be a show about, you know, miniature pinchers and paroles. Because who the fuck cares about miniature pinchers? You know? Right, right. Because <laughs> <laughs> people aren't scared of miniature pinchers. And not scared of the people that are miniature pinchers. And that's why there's this whole public relations campaign. Because your dog is a fucking awful dog that's commonly owned by awful people. So fuck you. I stand by what I say. And not all the people that own them are terrible. But the fact is, pit bulls are one of the most common dogs in this country. And it's not because they're sweetheart dogs. And I'll leave it at that. And that is one to grow on. Tune in tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel.